In this bulletin, Nancy Pelosi gives her last speech as Speaker of the House, cyclone to make landfall in Northern Territory, and in sport, Victoria Police to ramp up its presence at Monday's Melbourne Victory Western United football match in response to an earlier pitch invasion. With the latest SBS News, I'm Julien Rie. US House Speaker Nancy Pelosi has delivered her final weekly press conference in the role, using it to champion press freedom and women. Mrs. Pelosi has served under the last three presidents and mentioned the need to recruit more women to Congress to correct the gender imbalance. She also emphasized the importance of press freedom. All of you are guardians of democracy. You've heard me say again and again, if there were one freedom in the First Amendment, the freedom of, uh, of the press, that would be the one that protects and defends all the other freedoms. Category 1 Cyclone Ellie has been downgraded to a tropical low, but excessive rain is still expected to fall over the coming days. The cyclone made landfall in the Northern Territory overnight, but no major damage has been reported despite wind gusts of up to 100 km per hour. Chief Minister Natasha Files says communities in the path of the cyclone included Wadai, Dali River and Pepimenati. Jonathan Howe from the Bureau of Meteorology says Darwin is not currently affected by the cyclone, but it does have its own weather concerns. At this stage, Darwin is not included in the warning area, but there is a separate severe weather warning current, which does include large parts of the top end, including Darwin and the Tewe Islands, for heavy rainfall leading to flash flooding and damaging winds, which could cause trees to fall down, especially as winds start to wrap around that low pressure system. In Fiji, the military has been called in to maintain stability as the Social Liberal Democratic Party prepares to meet to determine whether to form a coalition. There has been political turmoil since the election in Fiji and the meeting to discuss plans for a coalition is due to be held today. Fiji's president is yet to recall parliament to then vote on a new prime minister after the national election last week showed no party with a clear majority win. In New South Wales, Health Minister Brad Hazard is encouraging new paramedics entering the ambulance service to seek advice in their high-pressured jobs. The New South Wales government has held a ceremony for more than 100 new student paramedics and triple zero call takers in Sydney on Friday. Mr Hazard says about 2,000 extra staff will join the workforce over the next couple of years to expand the service. The jobs that you have are really the most caring, frontline, first there response type attitude or role. And that, I think, really puts you in a very honoured position to be the carers of people at the worst of times. New South Wales Police has praised the strength and resilience of the community on the 40th anniversary of bomb explosions in front of the Israeli consulate and the club. The bomb blast at the consulate in Sydney four decades ago injured several people and coronial findings show the Palestinian 15 May group was behind the bombing. The coronal inquiry found the explosions, which also took place at the Hakoa Club, were international acts of terrorism. Police have thanked international experts involved in the inquiries into what it calls a day of senseless violence. 
North Korea's foreign ministry has denied accusations it provided munitions, including artillery shells, to Russia. A media report suggests additional shipments are expected in the coming weeks, but North Korea says the allegations are groundless. The White House says the North has provided a delivery to a private Russian military company. North Korea's foreign ministry has also denounced the United States for giving lethal weapons to Ukraine. And to sport, Victoria Police is warning fans against violence and bad behavior ahead of Monday's football match between A-League and Western United. As part of the police operation into the pitch invasion over the weekend, almost 30 people have been arrested and 36 people have been identified. Police say they are still seeking public information about criminal damage, the release of flares, while vowing to take swift action against any antisocial behavior. After 13 people were charged earlier in the week, further offenders are facing multiple charges, including violent disorder and alleged assault. I am Julien Ayer, this is SBS News.